This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, June 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. ALRB hits brakes after SCOTUS ruling. Wildfire insurance bill advances and big money for broadband in bipartisan deal. ALRB halts further action on union access. The Agriculture Labor Relations Board yesterday announced it will no longer accept notices from labor organizations to access farmland following the Supreme Court decision this week. Any notices already filed within the 30-day access window are no longer valid either. Remember, the access regulation constitutes a physical taking under the Fifth Amendment ruled the court. Senator Leva joins CARB as committee clears water commissioners. The legislature has approved Senator Connie Leva of Chino to serve as a non-voting member of the Rare Resources Board. Leva replaces Senator Bill Monning of Carmel, who termed out of office last year. 2019, Leva authored a bill signed into law adding smog checks for heavy-duty trucks. Her measures also have addressed environmental justice impacts on low-income communities. Prior to office, Leva led the California Labor Federation. In the meantime, the Senate Rules Committee this week confirmed six Newsom appointees to the Water Commission, a nine-member regulatory body. This includes Kim Gallagher, who manages rice production for Erdman Farms in the Sacramento Valley. The committee also approved San Diego Labor Attorney Fern Steiner to the commission with cheers from Senate President Pro Tem Tony Atkins. As we face another year of drought and the growing impacts of climate change on our water supply, having experienced problem solvers like Fern on the California Water Commission is more important than ever, said Atkins. Fern clerked at the National Labor Labor Relations Board while in law school. The appointees await final confirmation on the Senate floor. Assembly readies wildfire insurance bill for final vote. The Assembly Insurance Committee yesterday unanimously approved Senate Bill 11, a wildfire insurance fix backed by the California Farm Bureau. The measure would authorize the state's insurer of last resort, the California Fair Plan, to underwrite insurance coverage for commercial farms and ranches. With all signs pointing to another severe wildfire season, it's crucial for SB 11 to gain passage as soon as possible, said Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson. It's an emergency that needs to be addressed immediately. The bill has gained the endorsement of State Insurance Commissioner Ricardo Lara. The Farm Bureau also has worked with insurance companies on policies to fill gaps in fair plan coverage for farmers. Fair Plan President Annalise Yvonne has applauded the measure of SB 11 as well, saying the measure, quote, will offer much-needed peace of mind for our farmers. Biden wins electric vehicle water storage funding. A bipartisan infrastructure deal that President Joe Biden is endorsing would provide a dramatic increase in spending for rural barband while also pouring new money into roads and bridges and U.S. waterway improvements. According to a White House fact sheet, the agreement calls for $579 billion in new spending. Of that, $5 billion is earmarked for western water storage. $45 billion is set for broadband expansion. Another $110 billion is earmarked for roads and bridges and $16.3 billion for ports and waterways. Also in the deal, $15 billion is earmarked for electric vehicle infrastructure and electric buses. 
The White House says that's enough money to fund the 500,000 EV charging stations that President Biden wants. President of the American Soybean Association, Kevin Scott, welcomed the agreement, saying ASA has long championed many of the investments in this package, including ports, waterways, highways and bridges, and broadband. He noted there are no tax increases to fund the deal, including no change to stepped-up basis. Now, caution from the right. Brian Riddell, a senior fellow with the conservative Manhattan Institute, says Republicans would be idiotic to support the deal without an ironclad assurance that Democrats won't pass a reconciliation bill with spending that the GOP kept out of this agreement. That is, of course, what progressives want to do. By the way, the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee votes today on its fiscal 2022 spending bill that includes $907 million for rural broadband, a $115 million increase over this year. The bill also steers some USDA funding toward climate priorities. Senate weighing potential need for drought assistance. As dry weather scorches the west and the northwest and rain floods the southeast, top Republican of the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee says he's looking at potential disaster assistance. Senator John Hoven, whose home state of North Dakota is one of the hardest hit by drought, has asked USDA to take some administrative steps to address the situation. That includes allowing emergency haying and grazing on Conservation Reserve Program acres before August 1. He said as we work through all of that, there is some additional assistance required. We are already working forward on that, he told AgriPulse. Strike two. Debt relief program in limbo. A USDA official says the department is encouraging minority farmers to keep applying for debt relief program despite two court orders that have halted payments nationwide. The official, who asked not to be identified by name, said a handful of payments were made before a temporary restraining order was issued June 10th by U.S. District Judge William Greisbach in Wisconsin. On Wednesday, a federal judge in Florida issued an injunction in a similar case after finding a white farmer was likely to prevail on his claim of unequal treatment under the law. At a telephonic hearing yesterday, Greisbach asked the lawyers for the white farmers and the government whether he should move forward with a ruling on plaintiff's preliminary injunction request. The government said there was no need, as the Florida injunction had already been issued, granting plaintiffs the relief they're seeking. However, a plaintiff's counsel said it would benefit the appeals court to have a ruling on the issues. It's not uncommon for courts in different jurisdictions to enter injunctions in similar cases, the lawyer said. Now take note, Grasbach said the case is, quote, very likely to end up in the Supreme Court. Seven such cases are in different stages of litigation throughout the country. Climate bill now in the House hands. All eyes are on the House after the Growing Climate Solutions Act passed the Senate by an overwhelming margin yesterday. The House Agriculture Committee's top Republican, Representative Glenn G.T. Thompson of Pennsylvania, is still no fan of the bill. He quickly issued a statement calling the measure, quote, a big government solution in search of a problem. But a Senate GOP amendment that would have gutted the bill got just 11 votes, and the final 92-8 to 8 vote for the bill has to send a powerful message to the House. 
Five progressive senators voted against the bill, but Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, noted to reporters that President Biden does support the measure. She said she'll be talking to House members about the legislation. Here's today's He Said It. Virtually every living soul in the West is collectively taking a deep breath and is worried about the prospect of infernos all over our region. That's Senator Ron Wyden, the Oregon Democrat, talking to reporters about the ongoing drought and wildfire threat. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, June 25th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.